You are listening to the Light FM's Girl Talk Podcast. My name is Carol. This is Alicia. I'm Trisha. And we are so glad that you are here today. We're going to be discussing kind of a hard topic because we all know the holidays are hard. You're like, I've already listened to that episode. No, you haven't. (laughs) Because we got to talking and we missed some very important things. So we wanted to come back for a part two because um, during the holidays, everybody seems to be more stressed than normal. Uh, more strung out than normal, more tired than normal, if that's even possible. And so we wanted to give you some really practical things that you could do to help make your holidays a little bit better. So you actually went to um, a class. kind it of. Was, a- yeah, it was like an event. It was um, maybe a little conference, a teaching program okay. about surviving the holidays. Mm-hmm. And it was put on by Grief Share, which right. is the grief support group that I've been going to since my mother passed away. Mm-hmm. And so it's specifically designed to give you some tools for your toolbox in surviving um, your first, second, third, fourth, twelfth holiday right. after a loss. <laughs> right. Yeah, because we all handle it differently. And actually, that was one of the main reasons that they put on this conference or this teaching program to teach you that it is okay if you have had 12, 14, 17 years since the passing of your loved one, it still can be hard. And I'm so glad you said that because um, I think people have like a statute of limitations on (laughs) grief. It's true. You know, they think (laughs) like after one year you should be all better and everything goes back to normal. And the truth of the matter is that your world will never be the same normal that it was. So true. And I remember even this, and, and this doesn't necessarily just apply to someone dying. I think it's a loss of any kind. Because I remember when I went through my divorce, it was close to Christmas time. And so everything changed. And I was yes. grieving that. Yes. And although all those people were still there, I was grieving what I had lost as part of the divorce. And and I really did go through a grief process mm-hmm. so I don't think it necessarily is just when you you know somebody dies right. I think it can be any life change that causes your circumstance to be different than it was say last year so well true. and I like that you say there's no statute of limitations on the time frame because I think there are traditions and memories that we hold that are tied to holidays like mm-hmm. when we decorate our tree we have a lot of ornaments from Chris's parents mm-hmm. and they're both deceased and the, the, you know, they're great memories, mm-hmm. but it is that we only see those things once a year. Mm. And so it just brings back all that flood of memories. Mm. And, and for some people that can be a really sad time and it'd yeah. be very hard to see that. Yeah. They call that an ambush of grief. Isn't that oh, a, great that's a great way to say great. it? Yeah, like you're just going along and then you see that ornament or you, you know, you remember that Christmas carol that you sang together and boom. And it, like you said, it could be any loss, any change that has that that feeling that makes it difficult. But here's the thing that they said, you know, the first, maybe first or second Christmas, Thanksgiving holiday season after a significant change or a significant loss might actually be easier than the next several. Really? And because, why did they say that? Why well, so? because let's say the first Christmas or the first Thanksgiving after a loss you're still in shock Mm, and there's all this other stuff going on and you're still trying to figure it all out. And there's a part of you that I think God gives us as grace that doesn't, the whole weight of it doesn't come crashing down on you that first or second Hmm. um, holiday season. But after that, when you start to kind of realize, Oh, this is the new normal. Mm. They're not coming back. It's this is reality. Mm. That's when it can kind of Mm. um, creep in and make it even harder. Do you know one of the things, and this may be weird. I don't know. Maybe they talked about this, but for me, it's smells during the holidays. Like I can smell a cup of Russian tea and I'm like seven years old in my grandmother's Mm. living room. 
looking at her Christmas tree, it always was 900 degrees in my grandmother's house. <laughs> and I, I mean, it's like I almost break out into a yeah. sweat talking about Russian tea. But for me, it's, I mean, the senses are so heightened because I think, you know, it is. all the senses yeah. are involved with Christmas, you know. And, and for me, it's Russian tea. It happens. We have a yeah. Christmas, a German Christmas coffee cake that my mother-in-law used to mm. always make. And her mother made and is, yeah. you know, along in the history. And so that's one of the good things I've tried to do is, it's a very, very hard recipe to make. <laughs> I'm a good say. baker and it's super hard. Yeah. But we try to continue that because mm. it preserves the memory and it kind of honors her. And I think my husband likes that. And so we've turned that into hopefully something that's positive. Mm-hmm. But it is. It's the smells and the tastes and all of that. Yeah. And yeah. that that's the time that you're going to get triggered when you smell yeah. that, when you taste that, when you think of that. And that's why they uh, mentioned one of the tips, one of the tools in the toolbox they talked about is make a plan. So mm-hmm. let's say you're going to be invited to three different Christmas parties and one might have Russian tea or one might have the, you know, the dessert or, or they might be singing carols, which reminds you mm-hmm. of a special memory with your family. So make a plan. So think through all of the activities that you're going to be invited to and have a plan. Is this Do like you an really escape need to go? plan? Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. They say, so let's say you are invited to something and you're not sure how you'll be able to handle it. You don't have to say yes, and you don't have to say no. They recommend you go to that person and you say very lovingly and openly, this is a tentative yes. Mm -hmm. I will come. I'm hoping to come, but I might not be able to at the last minute. Mm -hmm. And you give yourself that out. Absolutely. You know, here's the thing, the freeing thing about what you just said is permission. Because we put Um, so much pressure on ourselves. It's like you got to spend 3.5 hours. I actually had a friend. This is no kidding. I actually had a friend who had a set of parents and then some in-laws. And they actually, when they had kids, they actually kept track of the time that they were with both grandparents. Oh, which my would gosh. absolutely drive me bonkers. That's but I know. I was like, I was like, it's, mm-hmm. it's just crazy. But I think there's so much pressure <laughs> yeah. on families to spend oh, yes. so much time together yeah. during the holidays. And, and for me to know, I, I remember somebody told me, they're like, you can leave. You're an adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have keys to a car that's parked in the driveway. And if it gets (laughs) to where you can't handle it, then, you know, go to Denny's. (laughs) Well, and I like the idea (laughs) of being honest. Yeah. Right. And just saying and and just putting it out there, then that that takes away so much stress. Yes. Because, you know, you know what? I may want to go. I may be able to go. I may be ready to go. But I've got this layer of protection here so that if I that day don't feel good I don't have to go and then you won't have the guilt because you were honest up front yeah. you had your plan I love that idea I think the I, person appreciates it too yeah I'm I sure. do love mm-hmm. it but I, I I struggle with that mm-hmm. because if people see me not being my normal wacky self like they'll they'll continue to prod me until I like say okay this is what everybody expects of me so I have to be that you know mm-hmm. that's exhausting mm-hmm. yeah it is but I, I think um I was in a situation recently where I just, I just was so down and I was, I, I was just not feeling, and I was a part of something. I probably shouldn't have even gone, but I went anyway because it was mm-hmm. responsibility I needed to fulfill. And it was like, everybody just kept on and kept on and kept on until I finally mustered up enough 
whatever it is to to be wacky and be crazy and then I was like why did I do that I didn't you know so I think there's a lot of I think you really have to be honest with yourself and manage your emotions on the front side I think that's kind of what is behind having a plan because yeah, yeah. I'm a terrible planner. Like I am a fly by the seat of <laughs> my pants. That's not your girl. strength. It is but that's not okay. my strength. You've got like, lots of them. No, I don't. I have like two. But um, <laughs> but planning is not my strength. And so when you say make a plan, that mm-hmm. makes me break out into a sweat a little bit more too. But okay. But if I can say to myself, all right, realistically, here's what's going to happen today, and here are my opportunities to say. I'm out. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just mm-hmm. need to step out. But I think that I, even that's hard with kids because you want them to be a part of family stuff. Mm-hmm. You want them to, and, and then you have to explain. And I don't know. Here's a thought. Here's okay. a thought that they suggested Help that me. I loved. <laughs> I, are you ready? It's yeah, ready. very simple. Okay. It's an experiment. Uh, Tell yourself that this whole holiday season wow. is an experiment. You're going to get some things right. You're going to get some things wrong. You're going to charge forward and it might not be the right thing and that is okay you just got to consider it to be an experiment this mm-hmm. is the first or second or it doesn't matter how many times but you're you're still trying to figure out the right plan for yourself and mm-hmm. this is true for all of us and if we approach it like that think of the pressure that we can remove off of our shoulders mm-hmm. and I've just been thinking about this too just since you've been talking like we're, we're probably tired our oh, bodies yeah. are oh, tired because yeah. yeah. we've stayed Absolute up late wrapping Absolutely. packages or shopping or doing whatever it is we do during the holiday, Christmas parties. You're probably body's tired. You probably haven't got the exercise and you're eating cruddy. So um, can I say <laughs> yeah. cruddy on this podcast? Yes. <laughs> okay. You're eating cruddy. And then, so all those things is like the perfect storm. Mm-hmm. But I, in the past, have never thought about those things before. So I think having a plan, maybe on the front end, you do some of those self-care things that get you yeah. ready yeah, for that Absolutely. Day. So yeah. you're at your best. That is like, for sure. I think this isn't having to do necessarily with when the holidays are hard, but saying no to things, mm. you just, because there are so many things you get invited to at the, in the holiday season. and Just be obnoxious. <laughs> Nobody invites you to anything when you're Whether not. Whether it's hard or not. invited to that much. <laughs> Sometimes it's just hard to say no. Yeah. to an event like yeah. I had to say no to something and I went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and I like I really wanted to go I wanted to be there everyone else is going to be there I'm like one of the only people that's not going to be there but it just I couldn't make it work right so I had to say but it was super super hard to say I'm really sorry I cannot come but I was like I really appreciate you putting this together and but I think that's part of it too, is you feel guilty. Mm-hmm. And then if you're yeah. if you're saying no because you think it's going to be too emotional for you, I think that it's very hard as well. So mm. I think that goes back to the permission we need to give ourselves permission to say no and not have to do things for whatever the reason is. Yeah, everybody's got their own personal reasons of why they may not want or can't go to something. Yeah, and we need to not have the guilt or yeah feel bad about it. And so they suggested thinking about that before the moment of, because in the moment, that's when that guilt really comes on me. But if I've thought through, mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to be able to make this particular family get together or whatever. I, it's just not going to work for me. Have it, think through it before the emotions get in mm-hmm. so that your rational self takes over above and beyond the emotional self. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's, that's what I have to do. And if you're a yeser like me, don't say yes to anything. Mm-hmm. Like, Hold off. Like, like I need somebody. 
<laughs> this sounds weird, but because I'm a fly by the seat of my pants, and it's not because I think I'm important, it's because my brain don't work that way. Like, I will say, th- oh, yeah, I'll do that, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And then I have, like, three things on the same day. I'm like, how did this yeah. happen? Yes. It's because. I'm up to it, and it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm overwhelmed yeah. And then I yeah. dread it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And things that I would normally enjoy, I can't enjoy because I've said yes to too much. Yes. And so, I, I just, I don't know what I need. You got to be, be honest with yourself in advance. Look at your, and I know it's nervous, it's nerve wracking to kind of look at calendars for some of us. <laughs> Me, I like, but calendars. just be honest with yourself and say I can't do two things. I need a life binder. We were talking about yeah. binders yesterday, oh, yeah. so <laughs> I, need a, I need a life trapper keeper. Red is an oh, entertainment. I, have a trapper keeper. I know. I, I love, love my, my trapper, trapper keeper. keeper. Every year picking out the new one. Oh, I want turquoise. <laughs> Sorry, uh, but I think I think. We all have our own challenges, and if we're honest with ourselves in a moment of non-passion and non-emotion you know, taking over, we can be honest with ourselves about what we do well and what we don't do as well, and then try to strategize to help yourself out, especially if, if we're talking about all of the emotions of grief or loss or change. If that gets into play, that's even going to make it harder. So you got to really think through this stuff ahead of time before the emotions mm-hmm. and the energy and the fatigue take over. And I wonder if you shouldn't do this also. Uh, we've talked about make a plan. You, you talked about managing your emotions on the front side of it. And if it is a grief situation that's like with your family, realize that other people process grief differently than you. Amen. Um, yes. I have have seen that in my own family. You know, when my dad passed away. Um, there was a, a member of our family who couldn't like to, one yeah. of one of the ways that one of my sisters and I processed through that grief was to tell stories about my daddy because he was such a fun guy. Mm-hmm. And and so we would tell stories all the time and it would really upset this family member, you know, because that's not the way she processed it. Right. And so that's we had to, for her. right. And so we had to like okay, that's not the way she's processing, so we need to not do that in front of her. And I think sometimes that's hard to do when you're in the midst of your own grief, but it yeah. does help family dynamics if you can kind of look around and say all right, is there somebody I need to check on as well mm-hmm. to see how they're processing things? You know, yeah. I think that because I think that's where you get into trouble. Because if you're not, if you're like, I'm out of here, you know, people get mad. Why'd she leave? Yeah. And da 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 And nobody knows. And so everybody fills in the blanks for themselves. And then you got everybody mad. And then you don't meet for Christmas mm-hmm. for three years. I mean, it just, it, it can, it, it can, can roll downhill crazy. very quickly. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it can go very negative. And so I think honesty, you mm-hmm. know, having a plan. And, and I, I don't even think sharing that plan would be a bad idea, you know? You're right. Mm-hmm. Maybe with the family members who you're closest with or the friends that you're closest with to say, I will never forget, I went to um, a birthday party for my best friend's dad and her father-in-law. They have birthdays on the same day. And so it was it was the first birthday party I had been to after my dad passed mm-hmm. away. Well, ahead of it, I didn't think anything didn't about think. it. They brought out the cake, y'all. And started singing happy birthday. Mm-hmm. And I can still get teary-eyed about it now. I completely lost mm-hmm. it. Like running yeah. out. Because that trigger, that emotion. Yes. Yeah. And, but English. I had no clue yeah. that that was going to bother me. And I could not recover. And I, fi- I finally ended up leaving. And I just said, I, I'm sorry. I didn't know it was going to affect me that way. Yeah. But I was embarrassed. Because yeah. here they were yeah. celebrating. And it right. was a reason they should celebrate. And you don't want to make them feel. It's right. like you think, well, I made them feel bad right. because I got upset. And, yeah. and we have to learn to get through that, too. Yeah. You know, that but it's that is okay. natural. Yeah. But that is okay. Yeah. It is okay. It is 
it's okay. And when that person experiences a loss, they'll look back in that and go, oh, okay, I get it. it Because it just, you can't know until you go through it. But you have to just give people leeway who are going through things. Let me ask you about what you think about this idea. This was one that was floated at the um, event that I went to. Let's say you have a loss, a person that you're missing that's not there for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. You take a candle and you light it and that is sort of in honor of, in memory mm. of mm-hmm. that That's person. Nice. So That's they're great. with you. Yeah. And I, so <laughs> when they, when they thought that idea, I said, oh, that's great. And I wrote it down in my notes. And then I looked over and David was like, no way. Oh, that's really? a terrible <laughs> idea. That's going to make me cry all day. Oh, yeah. So everybody has a different, yeah, but, d- you know, different, a different approach on it. But I could do it without telling him what that means. Yeah. yeah. And I've, I've heard people who actually sit a place at the table. Oh, yeah. In honor of them. Okay. You yeah. Know, I could not do that. That, that would be that, hard. I think that would be there's very There's that Mark harder. Schultz song about that. Oh, yeah. You know, every year I'm like, poop. Oh. It was, well, it was they do that at weddings. I've seen yeah. places set at, yeah. at the front of the wedding. I've seen yeah. flowers, yeah. candles, you know, all kinds of different things to... To memorize because you want somebody. to have that yes. person yeah. with you yeah. in this in yeah. your heart in sure. your sense yeah. so you know that and that is okay too so you've got to find the way that's that's good for you they mentioned in this event serving other people mm, is a great way, way to yeah. get out of yourself yeah and help yeah. somebody else and of course the most important thing is go to god mm. go to god in those moments you know cry out to him he's there he's there he wants to be there and i'm learning that when I want to pick up my phone and I want to call my mom and I want to tell her about something, mm. or I, I just want to, I just want to, you know, just tell her about the experience that I'm having and get her thoughts on it, I cry out to God instead, mm. and He always gives me peace. He always gives me a, a level of His presence so that I can sense it and I and I can keep moving forward. and And that's the thing, you know, just calling out to God because He's always going to be there. And so your loss, your grief, these holidays, opportunity to grow closer to God. Mm in those moments and um you know that's the first time i think i've ever heard anybody put a positive spin on it like grief is an opportunity mm-hmm. to grow closer in your relationship mm-hmm. with god i think i've known all along it was yeah but i've never heard it put that way so thank you for doing that because yeah. i think um one of the things that i love about being trisha's friend, i'm gonna brag on you for a minute oh so my. You, I, one of the things <laughs> i love about being trisha's friend is that she she makes you think about things differently yes you know, and makes you stop and think. And, and we had a situation this week where I was just having a terrible day and she was like, just stop and think about all the things you have to be thankful for. And most friends that I love and dearly, I would have rolled my eyes at. <laughs> I did not because Trisha's got a show and I knew she'd talk about me. No, I just it was kidding. in a group setting. That's my, just that was my saving no. grace. No, I'm just kidding. But it was it was such a reality check for me of like, oh, my word, just stop mm-hmm. and think. And I just needed somebody to say. So, you know, it reminds me of those when you were, you had little kids and they're pitching a fit and you just grab their little face and you're just like, just stop for a minute. Yeah. I yeah. felt like that's what God was doing. Like, like Carol, just stop. For yeah. A just take a minute and take a deep breath. All right. Let's think about all of this. And sometimes it's as simple as, as that. But I, I think what you've shared today has just really been a perspective change for me. So thank you for that. Hey, have a plan. Yeah. Pray more than you ever have. Mm-hmm. Love people. Um, and, and really give yourself permission to do what you need to do to take yeah. care of yourself yeah. and give other people that permission too. Now, if mm-hmm. you're listening to this podcast and you said, you know, I'm not grieving, I'm not struggling with the holidays. Well, you're listening to this podcast right now because there's going to be somebody yeah. in your family or in your close friends that will be struggling this holiday season. And you need to know these tips and tools and tricks and, and encouragement for them because just saying, 
well, at least you had him for 80 years, or at least you, at right. least you don't say those right things. Yeah, yeah, they're in heaven right now celebrating eating Christmas turkey with Jesus. <laughs> don't say that, okay? <laughs> I love you, but don't say it because we. I will roll my eyes at you. <laughs> I will. Although that is true, that doesn't ease the pain of grief. In that moment. So say things like, I'm so sorry you're hurting. I'm, I'm here for you if you want to talk. I love you. I have a friend who who lost her son, and she says one of the the things that hurts the worst is I'm afraid people will forget. And so mm. when I think of him or when I see something that reminds me of him, I will text her, and she's like, oh, I'm so glad you haven't forgotten. Mm. You know, and so some people, it's talking about their loved yeah. one. Yeah. Um, so just find out how they're grieving and how what, what encourages them, and um, and do that instead of saying empty words to make yourself feel better. Because, I mean, I, honestly, before... Um, I've said a lot of dumb things in my lifetime. <laughs> Trust me, <laughs> but some of the dumbest I've said when people are grieving, you know, yeah. like um, I don't, I can't recall any right now. But since I lost my dad, I, I've been more sensitive to that of not saying things to try to make the pain go away or to make myself feel better, but to actually comfort them and encourage them. So those are just a couple of tips and tricks that that Trisha's learned that she's passing along to the rest of us. And thank you so much for doing that. Hey, we're going to have some things on the, the Facebook page for you where you can interact. Um, we'll have some questions for you to work through and some additional resources for you. I think you're going to put together a page for us that uh, has all the resources yep. on it. So if you really need something, please don't hesitate to reach out. That's why we do this podcast each and every week. We love you so much and we're praying for you. We're praying that uh, the holidays, even though they might be hard, you can still find joy in them. And we'll see you next time here on the Girl Talk Podcast when we gather around these microphones.